Welcome back. Man, this one, this one's been a long time coming. I've had it in my mind a couple of times, but I haven't been able to really get it out. And this, this is probably just going to be like the tip of the iceberg on this concept. This is like the story, the core story of my life. I'm so glad that you're here to, to hear about it. So the other day, as always, I'm looking at my life. Oh, this is David, the authentic mentor. And uh, I was looking at my life. I had uh, had a relapse on playing video games. It lasted for like two, three weeks. And I realized, I was, I was like, why, why did the leverage not work? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. It was because, you know, for me, I, I learned that it was because it, it became so great that the leverage wasn't strong enough. So I had to de develop better leverage. I had to look at my why again. And then I realized that, um, that there was a lot of friction that was going on in other areas that was causing me to not have the momentum I needed, the strength I needed to stand against that. A lot of stuff had happened, and, and I wasn't very good at coping with that. But in that, I learned something, and I had you consider that at the moment of your greatest fear, the moment we're at the pinnacle, the precipice of change, is when fear is the greatest. And what we are trained to do in fear, you know, fear gives us two responses. Most people choose the one. Uh, fear activates either you run, Fight or flight response. You've probably heard this concept. If you haven't, let me educate you on it. Flight says you run like a little bitch to get to safety. Fight says that you stand your ground to the bitter end and you move forward. Most of the time where you hold position. In the military, as a police officer as well, there's this concept that we run towards the gunfire. Firefighters run into the fire. Medical response people run to the injured, into the fear, into the uncertainty, into the unknown. And it is my, my observation that men, true men, when you cut back all the societal bullshit, true men, true people that are ready to change, ready to make a difference in their life, they run to it. Because fear is an indicator of change. That you are at a point where your comfort is now matching your uncomfort of the unknown. And it's in that moment that you have to step over the threshold and go, I'm safe here, but my fear tells me that I need to take massive action forward. And that's what I learned. <clears throat> that's what I learned in that is the fear that I was feeling, that weight that was put on me was not an uncommon thing. I'm, I'm not alone in it. You're not alone in it. But change and movement, progress, evolution, Growth, scaling does not come without it. Does not I have you considered it does not come without growing pains. A baby does not become a fully grown adult without growing pains. You know, bones hurt, joints ache, your muscles hurt when you when you grow them, when you strain them, your brain hurts when you expand your knowledge. Right? I could go on with other inappropriate examples, but you get the point, I would hope. So for a while, I sat on this idea and I didn't think about it. And I just, you know, I thought it was dumb. And then uh, the other day I was clicking through uh, Netflix after watching a, a movie on Winston Churchill, one of my favorite uh, British people in history. And I came across an interview by Vanity Fair 
where they were interviewing um, some famous actors that were, had big parts and big movies at the time. And one of the people at the table uh, was the actor that played Churchill, that portrayed Churchill, and Tom Hanks. I'm telling, you know, these are big actors of my time when I'm growing up. And it's just like, like they were being interviewed about the realities of being an actor, like the realities of their actual station. And for you and me, this may not make a whole lot of sense, but I have you consider that our society sees these people as higher than us, better than us, bigger than us, stronger than us. And it was in this interview that I, I realized the reality that even the people that we see as being at the top, the most famous, the people in the spotlight, that in their reality, they still face these things as well. This fear. Um, Gary Oldman, the, uh, the person who plays Churchill, even says in, in most of his interviews, when he's talking about it, that he was scared that he wasn't good enough to play Churchill because of such the icon that he is to a lot of Britons. Okay? And the shoes of the big actors that he had to fill the role of as well from the past. Tom Hanks says the same thing when he played some very critical roles in some various shows and with different actors. He said, you know, there was one, and they were they recite stories of, of how they got these roles and they were reading scripts and doing these auditions and, and doing the movies and then one day it hit them this just overwhelming stage fright of being in front of the camera that I can't do this. But what makes them different than us? Obviously they did do it because the movies that they said that they couldn't do it on were in fact put to, put to theater. Right? We saw them. Darkest Hour, Winston Churchill, we've seen it. Um, what is a castaway? We've seen these, these films. So what makes it different? As much like a first responder, these actors, these men, these professionals who have learned in their, their business, in their career, that when the moment of fear hits, you still have to do one thing because life only moves in one direction. But have you consider life only moves forward. There's no going back. Then when fear hits, it's a signal to say the massive action needs to happen because I'm uncomfortable right now. But if you move forward, you will find comfort in the uncomfortable. At least I have, and these actors talk about it too. Tom Hanks recites that on the one occasion that he can remember very boldly in his mind, he was completely unsure, completely scared and terrified until he got in front of the camera and realized that he was in a safe place. That he'd been there a thousand times before. Oldman says the same thing. I prepared and I walked through the fire. Cops responding to active shooters do the same thing. They move towards the gunfire. Death probably awaiting them. But they get in there and they take action. Firefighters move into the fire to save people trapped in it. Fear of they could be burned if the equipment fails. Medical response professionals act on muscle memory to save a person's life. Though if they slipped up on that person, that person could die. But they have certainty in the action that they're taking by moving forward. Now that is super generalized. I get it. You know, it's not like super detailed. And some medical people will be like, that's, that's, that's not right, David. And I get it. It's not in some aspects. It's super generalized. But the idea is fear. Fear is a signal 
to take massive action forward most of the time, right? If there's a gator in front of you, like you're standing in front of an, an alligator, he's looking at you, and you're not a trained alligator person, you should not take massive action towards that alligator. Do not be an idiot. But when it comes to change, when it comes to progress, when it comes to these things that are irrational, like launching that new business, like trying out that new traffic source, like hiring that new employee, like outsourcing some things, like letting your spouse in on the on the business, on on taking your spouse out to a date to, uh, to a place that you've never been before, like going dancing, like actually planning out these things. You're so nervous about like asking that person to marry you because you've been fucking around with them for like three years, and if you do not ask them, she will leave, or at least have the discussion that you have no plans of being married, right? Right. I hope that makes sense. I got a little, little uh, passionate on that one. I, and I do not apologize. I wanted to say I was going to apologize, but I'm not fucking apologizing. When I say get out your, you know, get out your journal, write it down, right? Where, where are you really feeling just some unjustified fear and something in your body, like going to the gym? That's dumb. You should never be scared to go there unless there's like some big bully there that sometimes, but that hardly ever happens. I'm in your relationship, like committing to being with somebody. Like I'm going to fuck it up. I don't know how to be a parent. Nobody knows how to, right? Um, I can't speak too much on that. I'm not one. It's not in my mind. Not biologically. Um, knowing your business, making that tough choice to start that business. These different things, Right. Whatever it is for you, write it down. Write down your fear. Write down the story that you're believing behind it. And, and what, what it costs you, what would it be like if you succeeded? The positive. Not the negative of I'm scared I'm going to fail. Because, you know, whatever it is for you, just own it. Make your move and own it. 